Hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. He's always here for me, no matter what happens. It's at Eric Delala. Phil, I've been sitting here for the last 10 minutes waiting to talk about the Broncos. Where have you been? We are here at Breckenridge Brewery's Farmhouse, looking to make it a farm home every Monday from 6, right on the dot, <laughs> to 7 o'clock mountain time, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. We're we're again and off to a little bit of a slow start, technical difficulties. The This podcast is really a reflection of the Broncos. Do you know what I mean? Oh, man. So uh, if the Broncos get off to a slow start, so does the podcast. I was going to say it's a reflection of the management of podcast supervisor Ben Swanson. Uh, ben Swanson is strictly responsible for the strobing lights. So, And then also, so, if uh, you hear a car alarm going off a little bit later, that's uh, Eric's Range Rover. So, uh, yeah. so but Anytime anybody apologize. walks by, you got to make sure they don't get too this close. This show is just uh, you know, tinfoil and duct tape here, and, but we're, we're up and running, and we are live on the Broncos YouTube page. This show is all about you, NZ Nation. Leave a question here on the YouTube page, and we'll answer it. You know, uh, Next to me is a Broncos expert. Eric Dallal. Oh, that's thanks. You. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, and so if you need a Broncos question answered, he's right here for it. Here at the farm home. Eric, sometimes you do burning questions. Uh, well, I do that every mailbag. week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the questions are a little too spicy. Though, yeah, right? too yeah. burning. But we like burning questions here on the podcast. Ooh, yeah, so bring them. A little bit of a sponsorship em. crossover we got going. Exactly, yeah. It's oh, nice. really? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that Burning Questions was sponsored. Not by Breckenridge Brewery. Thanks for reading Sorry. my content. Got it, got it. We are at Breckenridge Brewery in Littleton. It's yes. uh, off of Santa Fe and Brewery Lane. That's correct. Okay, we're here every Monday from 6 to 7. If you live in the metro area, make sure you come on out. Kind of a rowdy Enjoy. crowd this evening. Yeah, we got some uh, We got some members of NZ Nation out here. Yeah. And not to spoil the surprise a little bit, but one of the people here in attendance... None other than Liz Manis Geralds. Wow. Yeah. You you probably know her famous from uh, the shout-outs section. The, the shout-outs, yeah. Yeah. It's possible that Blair Geralds is just lurking in the comments. It's possible. Yeah. Well, you never really know. Those are some of our number one fans there. Yes. And uh, you know, normally, Monday nights, that's a big community night. But uh, Liz taking the night off, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. No <laughs> Zooms to run today. Community. Yeah. Eric, uh, how was your weekend? You know, it seems like a long time ago that the Broncos uh, played the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it was nice to, to decompress, get away from it a little bit, Phil. But the Broncos were kind of busy. Yes, they were busy making some moves. Uh, kind of a sign that maybe the front office still is saying, let's try to give this uh, team every chance every possible way to get back in the mix here. Yeah, I think that's one way to look at it. I mean, you trade for uh, Stephen Weatherly, which is, I think that's more of a depth move. I don't, I don't know how much of a contributor he's going to be, but you needed it after Andre Mintz goes on IR and Von the Miller's Broncos, hurt. The Broncos and the Vikings, that's just like an open... <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like a yeah. nice passageway. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah you, Old Norse or something. You know, like in uh, Harry Potter where you open the door and you get into Hogwarts there? You travel that tunnel? In the last one... When they have to go back into into Hogwarts, oh yeah, you know sure. I, mean? I was going to say like, like a, a door that you walk through the way you get into. Any, no, no, no. Any, it's like a, and it goes into yeah, a special course, tunnel right course. into Hogwarts. Yeah. That's kind of like we got one of those at the facility. Narnia was right there in front got of you. That too, yeah. I could have yeah. gone that way. But then I think the trade today, Kenny got Young. It. Yes, that to me is a more significant trade because he could be a starter right away. Young Kenny Young. 
he is pretty young, young fourth young. year guy. Yes, but I think that there's a a chance that that signifies, hey, we're not because you could easily sign someone off a practice squad. You could sign another depth guy somewhere, but to me, this signifies, hey, maybe they're interested in seeing. Uh, what can this defense do if the run defense can pick up a little bit? Yeah, and we heard Vic Fangio, when he spoke to the media on Friday, just talked about how demoralizing it is when the other team can really just pound the ball on you. It affects every part of the Broncos' defense, any defense really. But uh, Ernest Johnson really impacted the way that game was played. The Broncos could not stop him. Uh, I think that he's still running for yards. Yeah, season-high 182 rushing yards for the Cleveland Browns. The Broncos have struggled in recent weeks, and there's reports now that Mike Purcell is going to play with a cast, potentially. I heard that he had surgery on his thumb. Yeah. Could according play with a to cast. reports. Did That's what I heard. Our friend Mike Kliss, I think, Mike Kliss said that. that. Yep, Mike Kliss said that. So, um, AC Cards wants to know. Oh, we're, getting, we're getting right into it. Let's yeah, go. Well, their questions are piling okay. in, you know, and so i got to be respectful. Yeah. NZ Nation is waiting, Eric. AC Cards wants to know, will the Broncos' defense bounce back? I mean, I think we're going to have to see. The secondary I actually was pretty impressed by because they didn't give up those big plays that they gave up to the Raiders. And so I thought, I think right here on this podcast, Phil, I said no plays of over 35 yards. Through the air. Or did they give up any on the ground? No. 34 yards was the biggest play that was oh so nice that was smart yeah player. little prices right yeah. action right i think there. our friend tom agnetti yeah. chimed in during so the game and said good call yeah still during alive. the game during even the game, though while the game was still going he, st- he just knew oh he knew huh um hopefully tom is watching because last week he forgot that we were on he forgot about us yeah kind of hurtful but that's yeah. okay but i think the secondary is improving they're probably in better shape the question will be how much of an impact can young have you know is mike purcell able to play or is McTelvin a game if he has to play? Is he up for the task? And then outside, can you start to get a little more pressure uh, if Vaughn can play? And if not, can you get something from Jonathan Cooper or Malik Reed? Because three quarterback hits is nice, Phil, but you need those sacks. It's not enough to just get close. Eric, what did you think about Vaughn? You know, obviously last week he came out. He said that he purposely was uh, talking a little bit of noise in the media, wanted to get his team riled up a little bit. He got hurt. He says he could have come back in, but the trainers were holding him out. Now, Eric, when I think about that, you know, and as I tend Tell to do, me. sometimes I think about these things, you know. It's always a, uh, it's a rare but if appreciated. If a player is okay to return, usually they return back to action. Vaughn says he could have returned, but they didn't want him to. Do you think maybe he's not letting on how serious of the injury was? Well, I just think that, especially an older player who dealt with an ankle injury last year, you probably want to go in there and make sure you get the MRI and make sure nothing is going mm-hmm. on from a, a ligament standpoint, um, a structural standpoint, because they did the x-ray and it was negative. Yeah. But that's not going to show you if something's torn. And yeah. so I kind that of... That doesn't show ligaments. Right. And so I think you break bones, of course. You, you break tear bones. them. No, yeah. And Sticks words. and stones um, may break my bones. Yes. Yeah, but words, they'll never hurt me. Especially mean YouTube comments. Yeah, well, those do hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say with Vaughn, I think it was the smart, prudent approach to hold him out. Not worth him going back out there and making it worse, and then yeah. he misses the rest of the year. It's true. Okay, let's get to some more comments here. Chris Greer wants to know, why don't the Broncos go with Locke? And uh, Manny G uh, responded to that and said, put Locke in now. What's there to lose? 
Well, I think there's two things. Okay. One, and nobody wants to hear this at three and four, Phil. There's a lot of football there's left. There's a lot played. of football sure. left. You can get to five and five at the bye. You could get to the bye at six and four, even if you somehow go on a little run here and yep. steal a win in Dallas. As long as they're hovering around 500 or still still in it, I don't see any reason that they would go away from Teddy Bridgewater because of the second reason, which is that in the locker room, Teddy Bridgewater has earned this. Yeah. He's, he earned it in training camp. First three weeks of the season, he was really good. He struggled with injuries a little bit, and they have to be better around him. But guys know, and if you... I think you would be in danger of losing the rest of the offense, the rest of the team, based on the respect that Teddy has from those guys if you put Drew in at this point. What do you think is going on with Teddy? Because in the first half, really couldn't do anything, and in the second half, looked like a completely different player. Yeah, and it's different, I think, than the Pittsburgh game and the Raiders yeah. game because they weren't playing prevent necessarily. It's a no. It's a it was, it was still very much a football game, game. and you, yep. you score the touchdown. I think he just got comfortable a little bit. They they found yeah. a rhythm, I think, with the play calling. They got some of those drives going. I will say they, they took a long time. Yeah. A lot of plays to be able to get no down there. No big so, chunk plays. Yeah, I don't think on their first touchdown drive that they had any play longer than 10 yards. So, yeah. obviously, that's got to improve. I think Jerry Judy coming back this week that's gonna be should huge. help with that because he stretches and the Alberto. field. And Alberto. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. If I know Alberto like I know Alberto... If there's potential, there's he's gonna find a he's gonna find a way. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, if you know if you know Albert O, he's gonna find a way. Got it. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, Eric, I just think that uh they just can't come out and play like that in the first half if they want to try and beat some of these better teams and you know, uh, let's be real, that that was the backup Browns. Yeah. That was not Baker Mayfield. That was not their their top team. Yeah, I mean, defensively, so, they were pretty close. Missing a couple linebackers, but had their front yeah. seven. Yeah. I mean, but, but I think one thing, Vic Fangio was on KOA today. Oh. And for the first time, he talked about one needs to improve, really, on offense to start better. And he did say the play calling needs to be better. Oh. We've got to call some different runs, different passes, mix things up a little bit. Yeah. And so that's kind of the, that's been really the first indication that – that's part of it that needs to change. Yeah. I do think that uh, getting into a bit of a rhythm, you know, is really important, especially for this the way that this team plays offense. When they can't get any kind of flow going, they just, they just can't seem to stay on the field at all. And when they can't stay on the field, every time they come out there, there's no opportunity to really make adjustments and, like, see what's working. Only once they start getting, like, one first down and then it becomes two, and then they kind of – Settle into the game. Yeah, and one of the things we liked about Teddy in the preseason, right, is that there weren't these three big lulls. Yeah, Lowellville, Lowell. They uh, lulls. They would still move the ball even if they weren't scoring touchdowns. They'd get field goals. They'd pick up multiple first downs before they had a punt. So you were taking time off the clock. You were giving your defense a chance to rest. You were still getting into somewhat of a rhythm. You were taxing the defense. The last few weeks, you're going three and out. You're going one first down and out. And so that that's one thing that has to change is even if you're not scoring points, you got to flip the field at least. You know, I mean, it seems like the field position has been a big problem in terms of the Broncos yeah. just are starting in a way worse position than opponents here. Yeah. And when they can't stay on the field, they put the defense out there for so many plays. I mean, they, they, they played like almost like two games the other night. Well, two games worth of plays. 
who did the defense? Yeah. They had, what, 60-something? It was a lot. That's 60 to 70 tends to be the, the range. Kendall Johnson wants to know how y'all doing tonight. Doing good. You're doing pretty good, aren't you? Yeah. We are at Breckenridge Brewery's Farmhouse. We're looking to make it a farm home, though. We're doing our very, we're almost, very best. We're almost there. We've got some friends out in the audience tonight. Eric, I got think that I recognized a special dog. somebody over there. A dog? I think that it was... Uh, got a dog? We got a wife? Yeah, a wife. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, got all sorts of people here. Uh, we are outside. I mean, uh, in case you didn't know, it was 80 degrees in Denver today. It was. It's the end of October. It was 80 degrees. Denver weather, the best kept secret, and I just... I spoiled it. Spilled, you spoiled spilled it. the beans there. So doing well. Uh, I think that we needed the weekend to kind of put that loss in the back back of our minds a little bit. Move forward. And, uh, yeah, we kind of refreshed and ready to go for uh, this next three-game stretch. That's uh-huh. how I look at it, Eric. I don't like to look at anything else. Let's just break it up into these next three games. Let's try and go 3-0 and here. The Broncos. That's how. We, we viewed it that way from the beginning. Three-game stretch to start, 3-0. Yeah. Four-game stretch in the middle. Oh, we four. don't know what happened. Three game stretch before the bye. Three and zero. Yeah, I mean you could. That would be nice. Could make some noise here. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the lights are strobing here, and that doesn't mean that it's uh, last call. That doesn't mean that it's time to take your seats or anything like that. That doesn't mean that the second act is about to begin. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that Ben Swanson's not doing his job tonight. Well, okay, that's what it means. We've grown accustomed to that sort of performance. Uh, exactly. Uh, Brandon Walker uh, wants to know about Von Miller. Brandon from uh, Iowa. We, Hello. Brandon from Iowa. Yeah, we uh, we already talked about that a little bit, but uh, he says here, er, oh, uh, looks like a podcast supervisor. Oh no, there it's back. <laughs> oh He's really struggling tonight. Off his game, fo- focus, not at one hundred percent. He's sending in these questions, and it's just all over the place. Let's just be honest here. Eric, do you like that the Broncos are making roster moves and bringing in guys to help out, not wasting much time on hopefully improving play? Yeah, I mean, I think that the trade today for Kenny Young, that that to me is a... a He's going to start. Yes. Probably, yeah. Probably right away. Yeah. I mean, it's going to give you... He's in game shape. He just played for the Rams this past week. Yeah. and according to reports, they were talking before the Rams game. They let the Rams play, and then boom. Yeah, he had a sack, I think, in the win yeah. of Jared Goff. Um, that to me is an interesting move because I think you're going to see. There, I think it's like a last gasp of if we can fix the run defense, what can happen? You know, yeah. can we get back to this dominant defense, play the way we want to play, and at least see like is this a is this a recipe for success? Can we move yeah. forward like this? Because say, even if you don't make the playoffs, if you're moving in the right direction, it gives George Payton, uh, Vic Fangio, some, some confidence that this is going the right yeah. way. And I also think, you know, if you want Justin Simmons to, well, he's a bad example. He's going to play hard no, no matter what. But you want some of these guys to play hard. You can't just yes. fill in pieces with practice squad guys because they're going to know, hey, you're, right. you're giving in here. You need some of these starting caliber guys. I mean, yeah. Young is a, is a starting caliber player. This is not the time to. I know that it's been four games in a row. I think that gives off the wrong vibe here. Just I think that if the Broncos can just bounce back a little bit, get one of these games, things will start to feel better. Maybe four and four doesn't sound. It's not like the end of the world. You know what I mean? No, and you know. I think the problem is the four games in a row. I think it's teams that the Broncos were expected to beat. Certainly, the last two weeks. You know. Um, I think that's part of what's causing the feeling of 
this. And we've said that now for the last couple of shows. Yeah, and I mean, listen, you're going to have to win two of the next three at the very least. And there's some games after the bye that looked really daunting, Phil, that you know, maybe playing the Chiefs isn't as daunting as it once was. Maybe playing the Bengals now is more daunting. So yeah. five and five, you're going to have to that find Bengals a way to get looks good. four wins somehow to even be in the conversation. But like we've said a lot, I think it's good for this team to play competitive games that matter late in the season, You know, learn how to bounce back from this. The odds are not in their favor just in terms of teams that go on four-game losing streaks rarely make the play make the playoffs or the postseason. But Got to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's what it comes down to. Eric, you mentioned the Bengals there. Who do you think is the best team in the AFC right now? Oh, is that a, is that a question? That's, a, that's just, a question for me. Oh, you? I like that. Thanks for the comment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would still say the Buffalo Bills. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, just, I think the, the Bengals are like a nice story, but I just think – They've got to do it a little bit longer before I fully buy in. Because uh, L.A. Kimball 619. Okay. How did Eric and Phil spend their Sundays off after the Thursday night game? Any players do you think productive or fun this weekend that you guys know about? Like, did they do anything fun that you know about? So that's why I, I, I don't know about you, but I spent my Sunday watching football, Eric, and I watched the Titans really put it on the Kansas City Chiefs. I saw the Bengals really a statement win against their uh, division rivals and the Ravens. And it just got me thinking, I don't know who the best team is right now. So you're leaning toward one of those two teams? I don't think it's quite the Bengals yet, just because you got to be hardened by the playoffs a mm. little bit. And I think, gosh, if uh, the Titans continue to play like this, uh, certainly we know that they're capable of on the offensive side of the ball, uh, King Henry just dominating. If the defense can play the way they did against the Chiefs, they're going to be a problem. Team's it's a problem. It's true. Uh, any players, you know, did anything fun? I think Justin Simmons did something. Oh, have any of our players? I see. Yeah, players. yeah, yeah. Any uh, of the players? Justin Simmons' wife had a baby. Number two for, for yeah. the Simmons clan. Shay, I believe. Shay. Congratulations yep. to Justin and Taryn. Yes. I know that that must have been very stressful. Uh, could have happened on Thursday night. Fortunately, it did not. Could have uh, happened Wednesday, Friday. It could have, it could have really happened any time. Saturday. Well, it couldn't it did have happened Saturday. It couldn't have happened Sunday. They were going to induce on Saturday, oh. so that's what they're. What if they like forgot? Was. I don't think you tend that's to not, forget about those. That's things. Not how it works. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Other than that, I don't know. I don't think any players did anything fun. I don't think you necessarily do a lot of fun things after a four game losing. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't see guys like back at their colleges the same way that. Yeah. You sometimes would. this is a nice weekend to go do something like that. Yeah. I did not see any of that. No, which is probably good. Maybe you understand the severity of what's going on. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's get some other questions coming in here. Um, I feel the lighting is. It's just perfect. What do you think? Do you think is it throwing you? Is it throwing you off? Uh, Uvaldo Vigil says you two spit a lot of junk on your Denver Broncos team. We just keep it real. What's the name of the podcast, Eric? The Neutral Zone. Neutral Zone. Yeah, say neutral. I, I just Nation, sat here. I just they, sat here saying that this team is three and four, as two very winnable games coming up, and the, a road game that maybe you can steal. I mean, that to me is reasonable. That's positive. I said. Teddy Bridgewater should remain the quarterback. I mean, that's a positive. Not, Making the, the trade for Kenny Young positive. Yeah, yeah. But we do keep it neutral, and that's something that I hope NZ Nation appreciates, appreciates, respects that they come here for the truth. Yeah. Eric, we just keep it real. Sometimes keeping it real can go wrong, though. We don't push it that far, though. No. 
We don't push it too far. Could be dangerous. Okay, let's see. Uh, Brandon from Iowa wants to know, did Eric get a new haircut? Yes. L.A. Kimball says it looks good. Thank you. But think you all need to update the logo and stickers to match it. This is actually this pretty close. Cl- it kind of looks like, like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty I, close. I, I got it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Eric, you and I, we got our haircut at the same place. We do. Same time. Not usually. We go the same in there. Time. We're talking. No. We're talking, we're talking uh, junk. That could be a, an idea for a podcast right there. In the someone should do like a TV show with a bunch of people in like you know, a barber shop, and maybe it could be like on HBO. Yeah, that could. I mean, somebody don't take our idea. That. Maybe like if you're like a really famous athlete, maybe like maybe the most famous athlete in America. Yeah, they sh- could do that. Could and have be, a lot of success. Could have a lot of success here. Um, Liz says, "What's your favorite community event to cover?" Just kidding. You don't ever cover community events. <laughs> wow, we're taking bullets up wow. here. It can be dangerous think, at the farm what home. Think, what is your favorite community event, Eric? Wow, there's just so Let's many just, to choose yeah, from. Yeah, tell me about just a few of the recent ones that you've covered. <laughs> yeah, well, there's the, the food bank. Because I was uh, out at Miles for Miles yeah. a couple of weeks ago. We did Well, yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? I did. Uh, they, were do, they were running some miles. Four miles. Four miles of mascot. Yes. I was over at the CEO uh, Habitat for Humanity build. Yeah. Uh, I was covering that. That was a good one. That's always one of my favorite. The hammer ones. gun. Yeah. Uh, we saw Joe Ellis out there helping build affordable homes in the Denver area. Not sure if you know this, but real estate in Denver is pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, but these are providing uh, affordable homes for people. They purchase the homes it's not like they give them away but they give some families a start here and they keep it price managed for the next 100 years eric so are you fili- those are, mean are you filibustering the one community i'm event just trying you're... to help i like a I'm good i like a good build a bear community event yeah we've done some of those yeah drew lock built a bear one time he did we were there yep. one bear we were there for that so yeah there's a lot of good community events next question you got now okay yeah sorry <laughs> we'll move on to the next question here um Justin wants to know, when do you feel we are at a point where we should give Locke a chance? What do you think? Unless I hope it comes we're just to not, that. We're just not, we're not there even yet. to the point where I would consider that quite yet. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. L.A. Kimball wants to even start talking about previewing the draft. I don't think we're there quite I, yet. Either. Yeah, I don't. We're not quite there yet. But maybe a position, do you think you would look at? Maybe linebacker, huh? That's been a position of need for a lot of years here. Inside linebacker? Yeah. I mean, inside linebacker is interesting. Outside linebacker. Could be very interesting. Is, they uh, need a the pass rush. Outside here. linebacker, pass rush is kind of the, the more premium position. So I guess it depends on where they're picking. When you're picking at 32, you don't really go. You can go anywhere. That's true. You can do whatever, you, can do whatever, you, whatever want. you want. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's interesting because for as good as the defense is, Filler, is supposed to be. Like, if there's a blue-chip defensive lineman, that could make a lot of sense. An edge rusher, if there's a, a right tackle there, you know, you need a long-term yes. replacement at some point. Yeah. Somebody that can stay there so that you're not kind of filling in the the yeah. gaps every year. So that that might be where I go is a right tackle. Right tackle, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Teddy get beat up a little bit here. Had the concussion. He had, uh, you know, the foot, the the... Quad, quad, uh, if could protect him a little bit. I wrote an article, Phil, about the injury. You and read I wrote articles. The, I wrote that he had a quadricep injury. Quadricep, yeah. 
someone tweeted at me. They said, how could you be so dumb to not know that it's quadriceps? Oh, really? And I was like, oh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Wow. That's kind of funny because last time we were out here at Breckenridge Brewery, someone called you major weirdo and me big dumb dumb. Yeah, that was a but then kind of a big dumb dumb move on my part. Later in the week, you are the big dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tom Agnetti is weighing in. Oh, he's so, Tom, here. Thank you very much. We'll see him next uh, week. He says my wife and I are flying in this week yeah. for my first home game. That's gonna be awesome for Tom. I hope that it's a good one. You know, the nice thing about this one, Tom, is that Peyton Manning. His name is going to be unveiled in the rafters. Yeah, Ring of Fame. Ring of Fame. If you get there a little bit early, what time is it? Uh, he's going to do the Q&A. Was it like 1230, I think? I think there's an article on DenverBroncos.com. Just tell me now. I think if Ben you... Swanson wrote it. Oh, because oh. the way you kind of said it made it sound like all well, articles, a... you write them. Oh, yeah. That's what he kind of made it sound like, but that's not. When you see me writing articles. That's when you're writing articles. Yeah. Okay, got it. I think it's 1230. 1220, I, Something like that. Make sure you get to the game a little bit early because you can see uh, Peyton Manning out uh, in front of uh, Ring of Fame Plaza outside of the stadium there. They're going to unveil his bust. Kind of a dueling artist competition right there because, of course, he has his Hall of Fame bust, and then he's got his Ring of Fame bust. The artists probably are like, well, which bust is better? And Ben Swanson did a really nice painting. Yes. So the, that, huge, that also. Huge canvas. Yeah, pointillism. Where are they going to put that? Do you know where they're going to hang that? Uh, I think in his house. In Peyton's house? Yeah. He commissioned it. Maybe. Yes. Got it. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you come out to the game. It's going to be uh, pretty special here. And then um, we'll see you here on Monday, Tom. Of course, Tom's wife is a Washington football team fan. Oh. Yeah. We did. House divided. House divided. Uh, a win is guaranteed, or I'll need a, diver- a divorce court at the stadium. You could probably help him out with that, huh, Eric? Lawyer. Yes, part-time lawyer, just yeah. on the side. Kind of like, you know how like uh, you could go online and get uh, qualified to marry a couple? Also, you could probably do the reverse. You can also, or, some people call qualified. that ordained. Qualified. That's qualified almost, to that's marry a people. Synonym. Yeah. <laughs> You could get ordained to divorce too. Is that? Yeah, I don't well, know if it know works if quite that, that way. Uh, Tom also says, "Tell Eric his prediction of no plays over thirty-five yards held true." Tom, you missed the beginning of the show. It's okay. Right when we started at six o'clock, uh, just like always. Six. I think maybe like two or three seconds passed, but that that was it. Um. Okay, Brandon from Iowa. Another thought on my mind. What could Pat be changing in the second half to get the offense a little more aggressive and moving the ball better? What do you think he does in the second half? I mean, I think it just could be as simple as he's seen enough of how they're playing defense, seen enough of what's working, what's not working, uh, that he's making good adjustments. You know, for all the talk about the the script not working or not being able to start fast, I think it's pretty clear at this point that Pat Shermer's pretty good at second-half adjustments. Yes. And so they just need to find a way to figure that out earlier. i got another question here. I don't know. Are you familiar with this person, George Stoya? I think I'm pronouncing it right. Oh, wow. Stoya. He's a wow. Stoya teller. It's for the good. Colorado Springs Gazette it's here. pretty good. He says, this uh, question is for Eric specifically. Okay. <laughs> he must have, uh, is he taking a break from <laughs> Oklahoma tweets to I think so. tune into the neutral he, zone? Yeah, I, no word on uh, how he's tweeting, though. Maybe he's laying on some grass like be. George Costanza. Yeah. Although George is uh, surprisingly young. I think he might be like 17 years old. So, like, the only Costanza way or he's... Stoya? Cons- Stoya. Yeah. yeah. The only way he's consuming Seinfeld is on Netflix these days. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says, uh, for Eric specifically, why wasn't Mike Boone active Thursday? It's a good question. We, no one's asked Vic Fangio. George, I think, got to get to the bottom of this. No, George is asking you. And I don't know the answer. Really? Okay. Come to me for a lot of answers. I don't know the answer there. Because, uh, you know, one thing Vic likes to say during the week is like, yeah, he's progressing. We'll see. Yeah. Well, like, he, he wasn't, was he wasn't injured. Yeah. It was a healthy scratch because he played the week before. Not, yeah. It's curious. It is odd. What do you think that maybe he just felt like? I don't know. Maybe, to, maybe, not, or maybe uh, Crockett was a better special teams option. I'm not sure. It is interesting because he was a uh, valued free agent addition. I hope that George uh, asked another question. This yeah. is fun to have. Clearly, he's Hopefully. got a lot going on. Yeah. Well, he's probably waiting for the Monday night game to start. Uh, Peyton and Eli are back tonight. I'll be, on in the, I'll be on in the third quarter. Third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe you would have been a good fourth quarter for, you know. They wanted to make sure people were still watching. Got it. That's why I think you're doing the fourth, right? No, I'm not funny enough for the fourth. you got to have like an oh. entertainer type of person. You did the, the ninth overtime the, the other day. Yeah. What was the score for of that, Illinois, at that point? Illinois Eight to six. six. <laughs> yeah, some good Big Ten what football. What do you think about that, Eric? Nine overtimes. Well, it's kind of fake. That's a it's little bit fake. silly. It's fake overtime. It is. But for the safety of the players, you think it's okay playing that long? It's fewer plays. No, I know, but I'm saying just having it go on and on and on and on. College football already is six and a half hours. But it was nine overtimes, but it was it was nine. After the second overtime, you just go to alternating two-point plays. So it's only 14 total after, plays. Which, which one? After the second overtime, they just then alternate two-point plays. So like it's the reason they silly, changed huh? it was that a few years ago, there was the I think it was Florida LSU. They had a seven-overtime game. Keep playing games. The well, game but the, goes, they started it. Yeah, that's less safe. No, I'm saying I don't want them to just keep playing. I think after some point, just be like, "This is enough." But it wasn't like they. I guarantee you, there were far more plays in that other game than there were in this one. Yes. So I think it's okay. It's a B1G. You get like maybe twenty plays no, a half. You know, I think you're misunderstanding. No, I know overall. Yeah, the amount of plays they play is probably like twenty. But like four overtimes with the old rule is probably the equivalent yes, of, of course. nine no, overtimes. Yes, with this. I understand. So that. Yes, that's not really. The, that you're letting hard the number. <laughs> that's really not that hard to follow. I was progressing the conversation. Got it. I'm and like, I was I'm trying not to make to that. fun of the Big Ten for Got it. just running the ball and the low scoring and stuff like that. Okay. Overtime. So you're a CU fan. Overtime is what happens when your team hasn't lost yet before the end of regulation. Wow. You get to keep going. Okay. I was confused. Yeah. That's sort of a deep shot. Yeah. That was a... Wow. Lovejoy, he's not going to be happy about that. Sco buffs. Okay. Mark Horning, do you think either side of the ball can actually fix the mistakes they keep talking about fixing? Uh, he mentions here week after week. By the way, thanks for the stickers. You're welcome, Mark. We uh, enjoy uh, passing out the stickers. We've been getting a lot of emails, people enjoying the stickers. John Jornod. Uh, he uh, sent in a picture of how he used his sticker. He said he was watching us on YouTube, put the stickers over my face. I mean, that's as uh, good a use as any. Then he said, just kidding, but it kind of hurt my feelings. That's okay. Now, what, the, which side is more likely yes, to get to it together? Yes, I think probably the offense, because I think the defense is dealing with some injuries at mm. linebacker that I, I just think are going to be harder to, to fix. That's a lack of talent. I think with Jerry Judy coming back, there's a chance the offense gets a burst mistakes. here. Yeah. And that and potentially Albert O. Potentially Albert O. You're yeah. just regaining your best offensive player. And so yeah. that, to me, is going to make an immediate impact. And I do think that if they can get the running game 
slowed down on the defensive side. That's going to help things overall. Yeah. I you just, know what I'm interested in watching, Eric, though, is the next week here, the trade deadline is coming up. I think that this Washington game is going to be important to just sort of understand where the Broncos' mindset is. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance next Tuesday is the the trade deadline, yeah. November 2nd. A week from tomorrow. Yes. It just uh, there's a chance you could send several guys off for draft picks if you fall to three and five and kind of decide. I just feel like this is not you know we're not clicking. we're not moving in the right direction. Let's hope it doesn't come down to that here. Uh, Jake Hedge says, "Who's going to be the QB next year for Denver?" Slim Pickens out there for QB next year. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Because I believe Teddy Bridgewater's deal expires. There might be one year left. I'm not positive. I on think that. this is it. Um, the class of quarterbacks in the draft is not nearly as strong. Not as, as strong as we is. thought at the beginning of this year. I think we thought yeah. this was going to be a good crop. Yeah. Ben Swanson's uh, quarterback Howell. over there, Sam Howell, nine. Yeah, hasn't lived up. He's kind of like Ben Swanson. Doesn't live up to your expectations. You think that's like a UNC thing? It could be. It might be. I don't know. Like a, you on. went to North Carolina. You that's cannot just, do whatever you want. No, no, you cannot do everything you want. But yeah, what do you but, think? I mean, there is a chance. Uh, we've Rattler, heard that uh, George Stoyas guy, not. No. Oh, by the way, George Stoyas commented: Did Northwestern win on Saturday? <laughs> that would have been a better burn. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would have been a better burn. I think they played Michigan, huh? They did. I stopped watching at halftime. It was ten to seven, and I think they lost. They ended up losing by three points. 7. I so, think that was the final score. Yeah. Tend not to watch B1G football. It's just a little too boring. <laughs> yeah. Stoya, um, he watched his games from the top of a public building, so he gets the best possible I think possible did view. Alabama leap uh, Oklahoma? This, I think they did. They did. Yeah. In the rankings. Yes. But we don't know about top five teams or anything like that. So, George, he's got us there, you know. Yeah, we don't know anything. I think there was some barking. I'm not sure. Is that your dog, Eric? More comments from Ben Swanson to see who's going to be the starter next. Oh, I mean, we've we've heard rumors still that Aaron Rodgers could be on the move. Russell Wilson, the Deshaun Watson thing is heating up. Denver's been kind of mentioned, but maybe Tua becomes. I don't know. I mean, there's just there's a lot of possibilities. Lot uh, around the NFL, you know. There's always like a couple guys here and there, but I do think that Eric. I was thinking about this the other day. I do think that there is something really exciting when you've got a young quarterback and you feel like this guy is it. Yeah. You know, I think that they're probably feeling that in Cincinnati. Yeah. Obviously, they're feeling that in L.A. There's just something exciting about that kind of... The Chargers, I see. The Chargers, yes. I was like, Matt Stafford is not that young. No, the Chargers. Young at heart, maybe. Uh, yeah. But when you've got that guy, you just... There's a sense of... Everything's okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, let's not worry about stuff. Yeah. I do think that even when Peyton's here, you don't have that feeling. When Peyton's here, you got that window. You know what I mean? I do think that maybe the Broncos will want to eventually try and get that guy. I mean, you, need, you, know it, you mean? need it for stability's sake. Yeah, I do think that that, you know, that'll probably ultimately determine, like, uh, how anybody's job works out is what's going on with that quarterback position. Yeah. So that's just the way the NFL works. And, the, you know, there are some divisions. The AFC East, for example, AFC South. The, yeah, the, you the get, the like, Titans a Carson Wentz. Better. You get a Ryan Tannehill, and, you know, and then, boom, you're right. You're in the conversation. Yeah, well, I was you know, going to so. say that those divisions aren't quite as strong as the AFC West, whereas, like, well, yeah. you need a really good quarterback to compete in this division yes. because you've got – 
you know, Derek Carr, I would say, is the worst quarterback in the division, and he's still he's really, really good. good. Yeah, he is playing sensational this year. Incredible, incredible. I was listening to the game uh, between the Raiders and Eagles on the radio. Mm-hmm. I had to run out and do an errand yesterday in between game. Well, the game started anyway. I was listening, and the Eagles Tell scored a touchdown, more. and I was like. Okay, Eagles, let's go. And they're like, eh, but they're down now, like thirty to fourteen. Oh, and I was like, oh, gosh. Okay, uh, Tom Agnetti says Ben Swanson is the MVP of NZ Nation. Jury's still Next out. Question. The, the jury's still out on that. Uh, let's see. Did I skip some of these? L.A. Kimball, do you guys think Peyton will ever be a coach, or will he just stick with the Monday Night Football thing? What do you think Peyton's going to do? I, I can't. We feel like we talk about this only almost every other week. Um, we love talking about Peyton. Yeah. I, coach is hard for me to believe just because I think he's such a perfectionist that it would be hard for him to, like, for quarterbacks to not be able to do what he did and him to handle that. But, you know, whether it's um, a lot of people said after the Hall of Fame speech that he gave that it's like a nice audition for NFL commissioner someday. But he talked to Bob Costas. Of course. Friend of the program. I'd like to think. Yeah, you would. <laughs> uh, he told Bob Costas, "No, that is not in his, uh, not in his plans." But you know, I think the coaching thing. Would you say if it were have not? Um, I don't know. I would try to dodge. Oh, dodge! I would lover. dance around it. Dip, head, duck, if you will. dive, dodge. Yeah, uh, but he did not do that. He came right out and said, "No, that's not my intention." Um, the coaching thing is interesting because, of course, he loves to teach the game. You know, he's so involved with the Manning Academy. He loves helping these next generation of quarterbacks. I think he enjoys that. It's a little different when it's day-to-day and it's like uh, at the end of it there's a, a W or an L. Well, and he gets to help all sorts of players. And that way, yeah, exactly. You kind of roam so, around. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. You know, once he retired, he, like, went to a lot of different facilities around the NFL, saw how different teams like to operate. It's just interesting. He can really do anything. Yeah, and I mean, you he's know? still he's still what forty five, forty six. I mean, yeah, he's got plenty. He's of time got a to lot of different things. Enjoy family time for now. I think that's what he's doing. Uh, Resto Ron. Okay, could have gone with Resto Ron. Could have been nice. Resto Ron says, uh, "Do either of you think GM <laughs> like that?" I liked how much uh, you liked it. <laughs> uh, George Payton continues to make moves to strengthen the roster as much as possible for the coaching staff. Or do you think he has an idea like he wants it to be his roster, his coaches, everything sort of under his uh, decision-making? What do you think? Well, I mean, Kenny Young is on an expiring deal. So you'd have to re-sign him if you wanted him to be here long-term. Yeah. So I, don't, I mean, rosters get turned over every year. There was some sort of – there was like a narrative, Phil. You like narratives. I do like narratives. There was a narrative this before camp, like George Payton has turned over the roster. 30 percent of the team wasn't here last year. It's like that's what happens every year. Yeah, every NFL team flips over so drastically because of expiring contracts, and you might try to keep the big guys, the the Tim Patrick's, the Cortland Sutton's. Um, you know, maybe you want to keep Bryce Callahan. I don't know, but by and large, like you think of some of these guys year after year, like a, a Joe Jones. For yep. example, I mean, there's just a lot of guys kind of of Joe Jones's team. caliber yeah. that kind of float around. And Eric, you know the hard thing in the NFL? Every year there's like seven to ten guys coming from college that are younger, yeah. less expensive, and they're coming in to take jobs. It, yeah. That's a hard – it's a hard – it's 
competition at its highest. Uh, L.A. Kimball, uh, we appreciate all the yeah. comments here, L.A. Kimball, 619. Who's your guys' favorite Denver Broncos beat writer? Who do you recommend we follow? Is this George? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, George Stoyer wants a plug. Yeah. yeah, what do you think? Who Who are some of your favorites? Who do you like Actually, that? Well, we, we enjoy you rub elbows with them every day. Yeah, yeah that's true. We enjoy Who's our friend favorite? Mike Kliss. He's- Mike Kliss is fantastic for breaking news. Yeah. Really good. George Stoyer does a really great job writing feature stories. Yeah. I remember the story after George was hired. George Stoyer was hired? George Payton. But it was also after George Stoyer was hired if also he wrote after, it. Well, yeah, he wrote it. So, yeah. yeah. He did a really nice feature there. I like it when you're reading somebody and you're like, how the heck did he find this person? Yeah. How did he? How did he go that deep? Yeah, how George did he get really George Payton's roommate's son's yeah, best friend? Exactly, who they bumped into one time. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, like he this gets guy. Him, though. George George was like this guy stood in he line behind George Payton at the airport once. Yep, it was and like he, that guy's gonna be a GM. Yep, that's what George is good at. That he is good at that. Uh, Jeff Legwald uh, at ESPN. He's uh, been covering the team for so long, knows the ins and outs about the Broncos so well. Uh, he's definitely a person I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, maybe an under-the-radar one. Not necessarily a beat writer necessarily, but Ryan Green has some good memes that he likes to Ryan tweet. Green is a great follow yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, He uh, is a videographer, producer for uh, CBS4. Yeah. He does some great vlogs. Good vlogs. Very funny. and he, yeah, uh, he does some good tweets. He does some very funny tweets. We enjoy that, too. Yeah. I and like then, a good chuckle. What about at Phil Milani? Uh, yeah, that's spelled with a P-H. Non-traditional At Eric Delala. At Eric Delala with an A. Really, I don't know who's naming us. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, let's see. Do we have any other good ones here? Um, do you think Brandon from Iowa says? Do you think Pat will put Jerry out there for the first play Sunday, first series? You think that he'll he's going to be if he's ready to go, he's going to be out there. Yeah, I mean, Vic Fangio said today that he probably can't play every snap just from a conditioning standpoint. But I would think first series you're going to want to get off to a good start. Fourth quarter. I mean, I, I think you would see him on most series, especially if you can extend drives. It just might be he's playing every other play instead of, you know, every play. Uh, L.A. K- uh, Kimball says, uh, I hear a dog off camera. I think they should bring it into the frame. Would be more entertaining. Oh, my gosh. We well, liked this guy. Okay. Not anymore. Ben, no more L.A. Kimball. <laughs> Done. Done. Uh, let's see here. Uh Tom Agnelli wants to know if he could uh, give the pregame speech. He's turning uh, fifty. Could be nice. Fifty. The Broncos can get back to five hundred. Maybe it it's fits. Kind of a sign. It fits. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a sign. Jake Hedge says Denver needs a Ted Lasso. Ooh. Yeah. Somebody, somebody outside the box, maybe. Yeah. Different way of oh, thinking. Oh, you think that's you what know? he means? Maybe I think that's what he means. I think he might just mean like a positive, like a positive person. Yeah. Well, like a, just a good mustache, I don't maybe. Know. Do you think like the Colorado Rapids coach could come over and give a kind of do like a switcheroo? I don't think if you gave me a hundred guesses, if I could tell you who the Colorado Rapids coaches. No, Cedric <laughs> Williams wants to know why do you uh, think that the Broncos don't use the spread offense that Teddy came from? Why don't we, why don't they just use that? He had some success in that. Yeah, I mean, I think the scheme was working early on, and I think that the identity of this team is you want to run the ball, so it's easier when you're in some of these bigger formations. Yep. Um, you got to play. You got to play to the strength of the roster, Eric. Yeah, I think that that's important here. Uh, La Kimball does want to know uh, who's watching Eric's dog. What type of dog? 
This guy's a little too uh, invested. Uh, a guy uh, or girl. A huh? too in- whoever that is, a little too invested. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell him? What no, kind I, of think dog that, is I think that's too... Uh, too private. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you no, on it's the spot okay. there. I would have I I would, answered a normal member of Neutrals in the Nation, but it seems like this person is just getting a little too into it. Okay, got it. Uh, do you think that the Broncos would ever go after someone like Watson? Deshaun Watson, I think. I don't know. The, the only answer we've heard on that um, was really from Joe Ellis at the beginning of the season, and he said he could not comment on a, another team's player. Did not even get into the Did not get legal into part of it, um, but it does not. It doesn't sound like, based on some reports, that the Broncos are the front runner in that. No, it sounds like there's several teams that are in the mix. I think that ESPN wrote that. Ooh. Gosh, Ben Swanson built. You've been drinking too many beers, Eric. No, I wish. <laughs> yeah, the, the, these Broncos the country gym. pale ales, hoppy yeah. pale ales. <laughs> They're delicious. Uh, Eric, we got five minutes left in the show. We are at Breckenridge Wow, we've been doing Breweries. this for 55 whole minutes already? Yes, exactly. Wow. Eric. That's impressive. We are at Breckenridge Brewery's farmhouse in Littleton. We're looking to make it a farm home. We've made some major strides today. Yes. You know, uh, yeah. your dog is here. Yeah. Of We're just un- settling unnamed, in. Unnamed descent. We're settling in. The strobe lights are going. They've been going all the time. Yeah. Uh, we're here every Monday from 6 to 7. We're also on the Broncos YouTube page live Monday from 6 to 7. Every Monday, no matter what happens. Exactly at 6 p.m. Yeah. If we're not live at 6, something is come find us. Come bring help. Yeah, because something we, no matter wrong. what, we're on at 6. Yes. Yeah. Tom Agnetti says, I feel like Eric hides under Coach Fangio's desk. Ooh. Surprises him to get the inside scoop. <laughs> Tom. How do you get your scoops, Eric? That's what just, I think that's just, a, a good R. You're always working. Reporter, it. you always yeah. gotta yeah, you know, gotta work the angles. Not yep. just with the with the team. You gotta the other B writers. Cultivate, you gotta cultivate sources. What are you hearing? What are they hearing? Oh, really? That's what you do. Stoya. What are you hearing? Stoya is giving you Stoya. Stuff, Stoya, huh? I don't know. Stoya, don't know. No. Huh? Wow. Okay, let's uh, get to some barstool Broncos. Barstool Broncos recently followed me on Twitter. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh! Appreciate that. Probably like the post-game show featuring Todd Davis. <laughs> That's, That's the Broncos' yeah. post-game show coming up right after every Broncos game. Yeah. Probably enjoyed that there. Uh, do you think the Broncos make a move for Watson? A lot of Watson questions. Cam Newton maybe after he's got the vaccine. And uh, Barstow Broncos maybe tuning in a little bit late here wants to know about the uh, Kenny Young pickup from the Rams. Yeah, I would just say that I think with the quarterback position right now, they're probably just going to ride with Teddy I in terms think so. of – a free agent edition. The Watson, if it happens, we'll discuss kind of all the ramifications oh, of that. But um, yeah, for right now, I don't think there's been any public indication that that's going to happen. And then no. as far as Kenny Young, I just think that that's a good addition of a starter. And if he plays well, maybe that's a guy you try to keep around in free agency. Most he definitely. is on an expiring deal. But, yeah, he's going to make a, a real impact, I think. Eric, the one thing that uh, people need to know about how a front office works is they're always trying to make improvements no matter what's going on. Yeah. If there's like any way to sort of get any kind of an advantage, they'll try and do that. They're always watching tape. They're always knowing what's going on all around the league, whether it's a practice squad or whatever. It just doesn't matter. It's kind of the opposite of like a Ben Swanson because he saw these lights and he was like, this is fine. The lights are strobing. <laughs> That's not good for the hair, the angles. No, I think maybe next week should we get Ben Swanson on the show? Do you think we'll get him on? <laughs> we That's could just be to a find public, out. yeah, a public yeah, flogging. Yeah, it would be. Uh, have him come out into the courtyard. Yeah, 
throw it's a tomatoes at him. Little intense here under the strobing lights. He grows his own tomatoes. We take his own tomatoes and hit him. It is hard to sit under these lights. Yeah. The hot seat. Gosh. It, well, it's really, it gets hot and then it gets cold <laughs> and then it gets hot. Yeah, then it gets cold. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, uh, what do you think we'll be talking about coming up on Thursday's edition of the Neutral Zone? Well, I think, you know, is Von Miller going to play? And if not, how do you, uh, and Mike Purcell, I mean, how do you defensively get ready for a Washington team that Eric, Terry. Your dog. I know. Very excited. <laughs> loves this show. Terry McCall. <laughs> he's ready. He's like, we're done What's here. What's that? <laughs> you want to know about the quarterback? <laughs> Farm home? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Terry McLaurin, Chase Young on the defensive side. I mean, this this Washington team doesn't have a winning record, but still has some good players. Going to be a test. I think that Washington has played teams a little bit tougher than maybe we certainly expected the last couple of weeks. Played Kansas City tough, uh, certainly for the first half. Last week, they were in the mix with the Packers there for a long while. Yep. So I think that uh, people may be just looking at the record. I don't think that that's an accurate reflection no, this of is how, not, how good this team is. This will not be an, an easy win. No. What do you think about the schedule makers? Because you love the schedule, Eric. Uh-huh. Three weeks in a row facing an NFC East opponent. Seems nice. It's kind of like what they did with the a- AFC North. Just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't really have a thought on that. Wow. I thought you liked the schedule. I guess not. I do, but I... Uh, that's just in. Eric does not like the schedule anymore. When's the 2022 schedule come out? Yeah, that's what you're waiting for, huh? You already turning the page? No, I'm not turning the page. i just like to know. Okay, well, we'll uh, have a lot more coming up on the Broncos and Washington football team matchup on Sunday. We'll have that on our Thursday edition of the Neutral Zone. want to thank everybody that made this show possible tonight here at Breckenridge Brewery's Farmhouse in Littleton off of Santa Fe and Brewery Lane. Uh, Roya Burton doing a really good job. Yep. Ben Swanson. We'll see. Adequate job. Uh, had some f- uh, friends and family come out and yeah, join. Some dogs. Uh, your dog you is here. So, all made this uh, a very special edition of the show. But we'll be back the lighting next guy. Thursday. The lighting person that is yeah. Ben Sons. We all know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we'll be back next Thursday. This until Thursday. Then. Well, that's the next one. I guess that is the third. This Thursday. Uh, yeah. We'll be back, I guess, sometime later on this week. Until then, for <laughs> Eric Dalala, I'm Phil Milani. You've been listening to. The neutral zone. <laughs>